Hi, I'm Webster Ford. I am the host of Nerdinary, a place where we look into nerdy things in life and make them part of ordinary daily life. As we dive into each nerdy topic, we'll encourage you to take time to find out what makes you nerdy and to make it a more ordinary thing. You know what? I'll encourage you to make it nerdinary. Well, hello. Welcome back to Nerdinary. We're on episode number 48. And uh, this episode, we're all getting nerdy about keeping people alive. Now, that sounds really weird. And I'm going to explain what the hell that means. And it all is thanks to my therapist. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more. And uh, But being nerdy means taking care of your mental health. And I'm going to go on a small soapbox here first and talk about getting therapy. Now, I am lucky enough to be able to, and fortunate enough to be able to have access to some pretty cost-effective uh, mental health care. And I found a mental health professional that actually like kicks ass, right? And he's a really nice guy, uh, talks like we in doing things, we kind of figure things out of each other. He has a wonderful husband and all this, and he we talk about my family, his family, and of course, it's my therapy, not his, so of course, we dive into my shit as opposed to his, and in nerding out about keeping people alive, the biggest reason that I really wanted to get into doing more therapy was because I realized that I didn't like tackle shit, right, and if you leave things untackled, you end up like leaving that for just to come out whenever the hell it wants, right? When you're not having the greatest day, then some of those things that you didn't tackle, guess what? They become worse. So this whole episode today is just on the notion of keeping those people that have have since left this earth keeping them alive, right? Which means, of course, keeping their memories alive. And today, I'm going to talk about a couple of specific memories that help me keep my parents alive. Because, of course, and if you don't know, both of my parents have passed. My mom passed about five, five and a half years ago, almost six years ago already. And my dad's passed a long time ago. I was 19 when he passed. I'm over 40 already. So it's been over 20 years without my dad on the earth and over five without mom on the earth. So there have been plenty of times where I miss them, right? And and as I nerd out about this, I'm going to talk about my parents and I'm going to talk about missing them and knowing that it's okay to miss them, right? And it's okay to even be wrecked by missing them and cry about it and not know how to deal. But it's not okay to stay there forever. And what I ended up doing was staying there for far too long. And I'm going to go back there, right? I'm going to go to plenty of times where I'm going to miss them, whether it's going through holidays, birthdays, big things, just a regular day where I just want them to be able to be here and see my kids, right? See shit that's happening. Let them know that I've got a house, right? And like the the whole notion of keeping people alive past the point of when they've passed away is living with those memories and remembering those memories and talking about them and nerding out about them, right? And this whole keeping people alive, I'm going to talk a little bit more about some very specific, very fun, very dorky memories, and that's going to be able to trigger you, hopefully, to, to find some memories of people that you loved that you have since lost, right? Whether it's a parent, a grandparent, a sibling, a, a pet, you know, or, or I hope not, especially as a dad, but maybe even a kid, right? Uh, and what I challenge you is to you know, think of those wonderful memories, and when it's really hard... Bring those memories back. Write the memories down 
so that you can have those to go back to, right? And and get really nerdy about them, get really lovey about them. And it can be a really fun memory. It can be just a really fun time, whatever the hell it might be, right? And uh, so this whole episode is on the notion of keeping people alive. And when I back when I created a jackload of content. Now think about this. We still are within the first year of Nerdinary, right? And within the first month of me trying to kind of figure this whole notion out of figuring out a podcast and what to do, I wrote out like 18, 19, 20 months of week by week episodes of shit that we were going to cover. And, and when I got to this week, I just wrote down growing up, going to the casino. That was it. And I've, and then once I am now here, I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with this episode? And that's when I realized that that whole notion of growing up, going to the casino is bringing me to a time where not only were my parents alive, but they were full of life, right? And they were sharing their life and they were sharing the damn things. And we'll get into that. And I'll talk about that specific memory and even a couple of other core memories unlocked. And we'll do that right after this break. Okay, nerds, it's commercial time. So it's the beginning of the year, right? But at the end of last year, we had that whole Spotify wrapped thing, right? And one of my really great friends had a bunch of podcasts in her Spotify wrapped that were all about fitness. And so I ended up looking for those and I actually didn't jive with any of the ones that were on her wrapped thing. But of course, in searching for that, then I got different search options. And I lucked out to find this amazing podcast led by Christy Castillo. And the name of it is Unfuck Your Fitness. I cannot recommend this podcast enough. So go search it out. It's all about literally taking all of the notions you have about fitness and tossing them in the garbage and unfucking them up, right? And it is literally exactly that. Christy leads you through about 20 to 25 minute episodes every single week that will share with you some of her insights as a personal trainer. And they're so cool. And it has ended up lining up my fitness and unfucking my fitness. So I encourage you to take a look at, again, that's Unfuck Your Fitness. Find it on any podcasting platform. Okay, nerds. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to episode number 48 here on Nerdinary. Man, 48 episodes though, like when you do the math, that's only four episodes more until we get to the big one year mark. And I cannot wait to celebrate the one year mark with you. But I'm going to celebrate this episode right now, right? Because we're going to live in the here and now talking about keeping people alive, which is kind of, you know, counterintuitive, right? Because the whole notion of keeping people alive is talking about the memories that you've had with them, which is living a little bit in the past. Now, we always want to be moving forward, but there's going to be times when the past says, hey, remember me? And it's going to knock you on your ass. And when it knocks you on your ass, you got to look back to those really fond, fun, great memories. Now, I grew up in East Central Minnesota here in the States. And in East Central Minnesota, of course, we live on Native American land. Like pretty much most of the country is Native American land for which we are so extremely grateful, right? And one thing that you see a lot of Native American land turning into at times, and it's just a matter of fact, is there's casinos, right? And we grew up probably about a half hour away from a casino. It was Grand Casino up at the Hinkley campus of Grand Casino. And this, of course, was back before the the Clean Air Act passed. So there was a lot of smoking everywhere. Now, it's, it's really weird because, of course, smoking is not good for you. As someone who has asthma, partially because of my mom not giving up smoking when she was pregnant with me or any of my siblings, right? She passed that fabulous lung shit on to us as we are moving on into the rest of our real lives and now into our adult lives. But 
looking back, like there is something that's so stupidly nostalgic for me about seeing a, a freaking cloud of smoke over where people are are having their cigarettes, right? And and for me, that cloud of smoke, when I think of it going into the casino, was like over all of the slot machines, right? It was just this blue haze of just cigarette smoke and and cancerous toxins and all that shit, right? And but this memory isn't about the smoke, right? It's 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 about the fact that it was something that my dad knew that my mom loved. Like my mom wasn't like a overt crazy gambler, right? She doesn't go lose three, four, five hundred bucks anytime she went up to the slots. We brought 20, 30 bucks, which at that point for us was actually a lot of money. But we would go up and we like it was just this so, so like foundational phenomenal thing, right? Where we would go up and it was weird. We would go up doesn't matter what day. We went on a Sunday after church, <laughs> right? We would go and praise God and give in the offering and do this. And then we would head straight up half hour, 35 minutes up to the casino, right? And as a kid, that meant I got to go to the arcade or as a kid, as a very overweight kid, that means we got to go to the buffet, right? And buffet is endless. Buffet is shoving your face full of all of it. A buffet if you are my wife, is talking to some of the chocolate cake that you walk past, right? It is all of those wonderful little things that come with a buffet. And for me, growing up, knowing that we had that fun thing to look forward to, because we weren't like swimming, right? We we weren't swimming in money at all. But that was kind of our luxurious thing that we did. And that that quote unquote luxurious thing, that, that allowed us to go have some fun and allowed mom to let loose a little bit. Dad didn't go and gamble, right? The, the weirdest thing, because you could, if you paid to go into the buffet within, you know, five minutes, you could come and go as you please, right? You could go do the thing, go do a couple of slots for five minutes, but, and, and like keep something at the table. This of course was back in the time when there was where you could save your table for a little bit, especially if you went during the non-busy time. Like if you went right after church and you were up there at 11 o'clock in the morning, yeah, it was a little less busy right? And on top of it, you know, they had, I was, you know, 10, 11 years old, 12 years old in that safe space, in a sense, air quoted safe, right? Where they dropped my ass off with 15 bucks or whatever at the arcade and said, go nuts. When you need us, go page us over the casino intercom. That's how far back we're talking, right? This is straight up old tech the whole time. I remember one specific time though, like thinking about this was how my dad gave, right? This is what he showed love with. This was where, yes, we spent some time around each other, but he also knew that we wanted to do these things. And he was the conduit to that. We, he was the driver. We brought us up to there, right? While we were either in the casino or at the arcade, he was just sitting in the buffet, like at his table, smoking cigarettes, reading the paper, you know, doing whatever, doing the crossword puzzle, because that was his big thing. And it was, it was just kind of this perfect little way to have fun and whatever it might be. What, you know, for mom, it was going and finding the reel them in slot machine. You know, she had her favorite slots as you do when you go with any regularity, right? And I had my favorite arcade games. And like, this was an arcade that didn't have like tickets, right? This was just like, go pump some tokens in, go play some games, right? And like that, that back then I got eight or 10 tokens for every $1. So like I was able to play for quite a hell of a long time right now. The purpose of thinking about this is, is letting you think about that fun childhood memory or that memory that you have. So like when I do this, I see my parents alive, 
right? I see them having full ass life, right? Enjoying exactly the things that they enjoy with the people with whom they enjoy them, right? And at times, like if I had to, I was a, I was an altar server, right? Growing up Catholic, and I'm still Catholic, right? But growing up Catholic, I was an altar server at my church, and especially at a small town church you ended up serving with the same people, right? So there were always two altar servers and I was almost always paired with a guy named John. And there was one time that my dad kind of searched out John's parents while we were serving. And he said, hey, uh, would you mind if I t- if we took John up to the casino? We would have some fun, whatever. And and of course, they're like, of course, you know, go nuts, right? And so like he could, he took that experience and knew that we liked it and wanted to share it with other people. So like, he wanted to continue to give experiences and he got life from that. Like my dad was by and large part, though he was gregarious with people, he loved being kind of shelled in a little bit, right? He was an introverted extra or he was an extroverted introvert, right? So he didn't love like a whole being around a whole slew of people, but when he was, he was okay, right? And he loved the notion of his people being around what they were doing. And like, again, this whole notion of keeping people alive. And that's that's what we're nerding out about today. And, that, and in sharing these memories that I'm doing, I'm keeping my parents alive and I'm keeping my other people alive, right? And it's so pivotal for you to be able to help move yourself past whatever you're grieving. Because I promise you, maybe I'm catching you right now where you're grieving the loss of a parent, a kid, a pet. Maybe you just went through a huge breakup and you're grieving that person that you used to be with or the person that you were when you were with that other person, right? And in keeping people alive and keeping moments alive, it's looking back on something that is so full of fondness. And my challenge to you as I continue to nerd out about this dorky time at the casino is to just be able to embrace those moments that you had and be so damn grateful for them, right? And if you're a writer, write them down. If you're a Facebook poster, post that shit, right? And if we're friends on Facebook or on Instagram and you post something about a memory keeping somebody alive, tag me in it, right? Please. Or send it to me on a, in, a, in a DM, right? Slide into my DMs and send me that stuff. I would love to hear that because the notion of keeping people alive past the point of when they've left this earth is something that will allow you to grieve more normally and to grieve with a, a better scope on your whole self. I promise you it's worth it. And nerding out about keeping people alive, that's what we're doing is talking about those wonderful memories. Now, in our last segment, I'm going to talk a little bit more about like keeping other folks alive. I'm going to, I'm going to share a couple of specific memories with one other uh, animal, honestly, that I lost. And we'll do that right after the side of this break. Now it's commercial time. I want to wish you a happy new year, right? This is an entire advertisement break that is literally just for you as a happy new year greeting from us at Nerdinary, right? And one big thing that I get nerdy about is making goals. I don't do resolutions. I make goals and I challenge you to make some goals. And hopefully those goals also include sharing Nerdinary. Make sure to share us on Instagram, on Facebook, or of course, on any of your podcasting platforms. Again, you can find us literally anywhere, right? Go ahead and share us. Make that part of your new year's goals. Now it's back to the show. Welcome back to Nerdinary episode number 48, where we nerd out about keeping folks alive and keeping love alive. And it's a very odd notion to think about. And, and what it all is, it's not talking about like 
getting a youth serum, right? Or, you know, doing, getting, finding the fountain of youth like Ponce de Leon was looking for in Florida, right? It's bringing up the memories. Now, the, I got this whole notion, and of course, I've talked about memories in my life before, but I am going to sing the praises of my therapist, right? And yes, I'm a happy guy. I'm a, a happy-go-lucky, outgoing person, whatever, a positive person, but I also need therapy. And I, when I say I need therapy, literally everybody needs therapy, right? Uh, it, it should be something, I can be on this damn soapbox forever. It should be something that should be covered by all health insurances or by God, a, uh, you know, national healthcare, but that is a different soapbox, right? Uh, because mental health is health, right? And I finally found a mental health care professional that is open, that is willing, that calls me on my shit and allows me to have my shit. And it has been so powerful, and I've been seeing him at this point now for about three months, a couple times a month uh, for these last couple, three months, and it's just been, I don't want to say breakthrough because it's not really super breakthrough-y, but it's, it's definitely been really, really useful at the very least. Now, I haven't had a pet, really legit pet since I was a teenager. So this has been 25 years without a pet. We, I had a pet goldfish when Jeremiah was born. Like so one of my college friends gave me a goldfish like just before he was born or either just before or just after, right? And it was a goldfish. They don't have super long shelf life, right? And all of a sudden when I came home from work one day, I noticed the fish was belly up and it was before Jeremiah even came home from being in the NICU, right? And I lost my shit, right? I was like, oh my God, it's, the, the fish is gone. we don't even have a kid yet it was a mess right but i don't really super count that it was kind of just this fun little fill-in thing but the last real legit pet that i had were dogs and the last dog that i had uh died on easter when i was either like a eighth grader or a freshman somewhere in there in high school right or junior high high school time so it's been a long time and god bless my parents my parents always let me, the youngest kid, name the dogs that we had, right? And so the one dog that we had that was our favorite dog was the mom of the big litter, right? And But the, my our favorite dog was a Cocker Spaniel, which to this day, I would love to have a Cocker Spaniel whenever I have a bigger house, right? Uh, the, the Cocker Spaniel had golden colored fur. Would you like to guess uh, what I named the dog? Yeah, Goldie. Right. Uh, and then, of course, Goldie uh, mated with a full on poodle. So then we ended up getting some cockapoo po- uh, puppies. And the last puppy that I had was, well, Curly because he had curly hair. Now, both Goldie and Curly, they were kind of our animals going growing up. And and Goldie, of course, was a little bit closer. And and then Curly was the next one after. Now, Curly was much more of my dad's dog. Uh, and Goldie was much more of the rest of us, right? And I fell in love with Goldie. And I was crushed when she passed away. Like, I was, I was 13 years old. And it was Easter Sunday when Goldie passed away. And it was the first time I ever saw my dad cry, right? And because he was crushed too, even though the, you know, Goldie was a little bit more close to the rest of us. It was, he was, he was a dog lover, right? And, he was crushed as well. Now, I always think of Goldie, right? There's so many times and I will always, you know, God bless whatever dog we are lucky enough and and, and fortunate enough to have somewhere down the road. 
but uh, I will always compare every dog to Goldie, right? She was just so loyal, right? She she let us walk her. She pulled us, of course. But some of my favorite moments with Goldie were just sitting on her porch, looking out, uh, looking at Union Street, which was the street on which I grew up, and we just would watch people walking. We'd watch the cars pass. There wasn't many cars passing in a town of 110 people, but still, like we were just kind of. We were friends. We were buddies, right? And any time that I needed a little pick-me-up, of course, Goldie was right there to give me a big old puppy kiss, right? And the way that I love to continue, even though it's been 25 years since since Goldie crossed that bridge, right? The, the way that I keep her alive is to keep thinking about those times. I literally go back to singing dorky songs, made-up songs on our front step in the summer while she was just sitting underneath my arm, right? And and, and it's one of those two, it's the same thing. When, when you end up feeling a little bit sad, when you end up feeling a little bit blue, you want to bring yourself back to a place that's happy, that has life. And that's, that's, again, that's the whole point of keeping people alive. It's the whole point of keeping things moving, right? And, and keeping those memories with you. And again, I will tell you, however you can keep them, like at some point, those memories are going to fade from your brain and you're still going to need them. So if you can write them down, post them on socials, look back at pictures, right? Scan those pictures into a place in case, you know, something happens. So you don't have those pictures either. Right. And use them to help you find that life again, because when, when we're down, when we're blue, when we're missing people, when we're crying about it, finding those happy things, finding those things upon which you can, again, regain that life or just revisit that life. It makes them stay around for so much longer and it allows you to honor their memory, right? So thank you so much for nerding out with me. It's a shorty today, right? Uh, it's, it's this whole episode, it's, we're, we're not looking at a very long one. So I appreciate you being here. I hope that you put this one in your group chats, right? Uh, and, and figure out how you've kept people alive. And if you haven't yet, do that right? Go back to the people that you love that you have unfortunately lost, right? And someone that you've lost to, to, to having them pass away and keep them alive with you, right? Or if they have changed, right? If, if somebody that you love has changed so drastically that you kind of feel like you've lost a little bit of them, keep that old part of them alive, right? And just remember them and talk about that with your kids, with your other family members, or again, post it on socials. Keep those people alive. When you nerd them out, when you nerd out about keeping those people alive, holy crap, that joy that they brought from those moments that you're keeping them alive in, it's going to come back tenfold, right? So this episode was nerding out about keeping people alive. Next week, We're going to nerd out about bar trivia. Yeah, that's right. We're going to have a whole episode about bar trivia. And of course, I'm going to talk about The Office next week. Of course, I'm going to talk about some of my trivia wins. And of course, I'm going to make you think about doing that as well. So again, put this in your group chats. Make sure to leave us a review and a rating on whatever possible podcasting platforms from which you draw this. And again, share the nerdy love. Interact with me on socials. Find me on, on Instagram at Nerdinary Podcast. Give me an email, Webster at NerdinaryPodcast.com, or find the old Facebook page as well. Thank you so much for listening today. Can't wait to share next week's episode with you when I see you next week. Have a great day today. Have a great week this week. Go take your nerd and be it. Nerdinary is produced, recorded, owned, and everything else by Webster Ford. 
Our theme music is Toonie by Liberty. For any questions, guest requests, or topic suggestions, find Webb on Instagram at Nerdinary Podcast. If you like Nerdinary, please leave a bajillion star review on your podcasting platform. Tell your friends, tell your mama, and tell the stranger you encounter every day. Thanks for listening, and be kind to everyone.